This is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field. This week we saw rain just about everywhere, even down here in the dry area. Uh, appreciate you guys sharing some of that rain with us down here. Um, in the dry area, guys receiving anywhere from six tenths to two and a half inches. And man, uh, it couldn't have come at a better time as we roll into a lot of pollination. Here at, at uh, Crop Tech here in Hayworth, we're at the six tenths, which is not very exciting. Took three rains to get it, uh, but we'll take it itself. But situation where uh, we need more, so keep sharing it, keep sending it our way. Um, this week out in the field, what I've seen is a definite uptick in rootworm beetle. And for most part, these rootworm beetle are in non-traded corn, definitely in the corn on corn. Um, especially if it was non-traded corn last year and non-traded corn this year, uh, we're seeing quite a bit more rootworm feeding than uh, we would anywhere else. And definitely the beetle pressure to the point where uh, we have a number of corn on corn fields that are going to have to be treated for rootworm beetle. They've been kind of slow getting here. I expected them almost two weeks ago and it took this week before the counts really jumped here at the Corn College site. Uh, of course, we've been corn on corn in some of these patches for over 10 years, and we can definitely pick out one hybrid out here that's got a single trade in it, and it's taken on considerably more damage than the other one. Leaves me a little suspicious there that we have an insect coming around that treatment itself. But this is a time to pay attention um, what's going on. So I'm starting to find rootworm beetle in the soybean fields as well. This is something that's been missing to some extent for the past two years. But it's getting easier every week to find these rootworm beetle moving around. For you guys that are planting non-traded corn and um, using an insecticide or not using an insecticide, now's the time to pay attention. You want to be digging some of those corn roots, give them a good wash, look for feeding. See if the feeding's in, increasing. It definitely has been in the fields I'm looking at. We're starting to move this population back. Um, we lost it back there in 2013, again in 2015, I think, due to rain and conditions. But it looks like in the areas where we're taking the traits away, this one's coming back. If you pay attention to the amount of beetle pressure you see, both in your corn on corn and definitely in the bean field, especially when we get there this fall, if those beetle are crawling around on that combine window, makes it a little bit easier to make the decision of what you're going to do to manage that insect for next year, whether you're going to use a full-rate insecticide or, or uh, traded corn in itself. But they're definitely here. I'm beginning to wonder if they were going to show up. I thought that would be the only insect that didn't um, have a good winter and over over winter well um, because it wasn't showing up but it's here now and it seems to be picking up from monday to friday the numbers here are actually still climbing itself our big one the japanese beetle it's just not backing down uh, i've been hoping that it would move on and maybe find some cells to go but they're not the numbers uh, are staying pretty solid had quite a few farmers pull the trigger this week to start treating them in cornfields, uh, along with the rootworm beetle itself. Uh, you guys need to stay on top of this because this guy can change pretty quick. Zach will post a video I shot this morning uh, of the pressure in a field that I was in. This field had very little to no clipping on Monday, and they are going to town today. So situation, take a look at that, get an idea what pressure can be in some of these areas. Again, I realize it's not all areas. Some areas are hard to find. Other areas are pretty heavy. Um, it's hard to give you a beetle per plant 
estimate as far as when to spray, still watch that half inch silt uh, and then uh, react to it. Do I throw my fungicide in uh, if I'm spraying for this beetle? Sure. Uh, it's a situation where you you got the pass there and you're planning on putting the fungicide on, you can throw it in there itself. Not a lot of disease out there for the most part, but it is starting to perk up in the areas where the moisture is. So you guys to the north and to the south, uh, again, keep an eye on that gray leaf is what we're seeing along with the common rust in itself. You guys in the dry area, like uh, right around here, DeWitt County, McLean County, where we got the six tents, need to watch for the spider mites. Again, if you forgot what the spider mites look like, we'll show them to you when you come to the field day next week. We have them here at the Corn College campus. While we're talking insects in the dry area, we need to dress the Japanese beetle in the beans. My late planted beans in wide rows in the dry area are stalling out. They're slow growth. Most of them will not close the rows, which you know what that means on the weed control side, but most of them are not. They're at R3. Remember, a soybean stops growing at R5. So these are going to be short beans. And once we're in this week, they're at R3 and they're at V8 to V9. Where in other areas where the beans are growing good, they're at V18 and R3. Remember, it's at R3 when we're 20% defoliation is the trigger to spray. And we're pulling trifoliates from the bottom of the plant, the middle of the plant, and the top of the plant. Well, these V9 plants, you've taken off about half the trifoliates. And the V9 plant, as short as it is, without the trifoliates, cannot handle the pressure that a V18 plant can. These small plants need those leaves uh, when we get to the pod filling side of this equation. So what I'm saying is in the dry area where the pressure is heavy, it's time to drop the hammer on these uh, Japanese beetle. Uh, we need to get them treated and get them out of the way. And you might want to go ahead and treat for mites in the dry area around the outside of the field while you're out there. Again, you're going to have to be thinking about a diamethylate or something like that to take those mites out uh, in the field itself. For you guys up there in the north that are hoarding the water still, pay attention to your nitrogen program. The guys there at Trainer Grain are busy pulling nitrates, shipping them to us, and they're uh, doing the Y-dropping. We can tell by the nitrates coming in that you guys have got the rain because there's nitrogen missing. A lot of fields, it's in that 30 to 60 pound range that we can't account for. Now, a number of these fields that are coming in are still in the V5 to V10 range, which they have enough nitrogen to keep them looking good right now, but they are not going to have enough in the tank to get them all the way to black layer. So don't be the one of those guys that when the low fuel light comes on on the truck, he keeps hoping, going, hoping he can get there and doesn't run out of gas. It's embarrassing standing on the side of the road with your thumb out looking for a ride. So let's, let's spot check these fields. Take a look at your nitrates and make sure we're going to get to the end. We have short corn in a lot of cases, so getting over it's not going to be a problem. And we got a lot of opportunity in front of us. You guys up there in Livingston, Ford County, check with the guys at Trainer Grain. They can help you with the get the nitrates out there and get them pulled and also getting some wide drop nitrogen back in there. You guys over there in the Donovan, uh, Morocco area, check with Fred and the guys at the co-op. They can do the same. 
But just because the corn looks good now and you some places have registered almost 14, 15 inches of rain, that doesn't mean it's going to stay there. This corn needs about 120 pounds after it tassels. So don't be the dude on the side of the road with your thumb out, okay? This is what we call nitrogen management. Go spot check it. See what you got. Crew here is busy preparing for the field day next week. It's going to be good to see everybody. We have a lot of people coming for the first time, and that's great. Uh, the more, the merrier. Remember, registration is 7.30 to 8 o'clock. The round robin crop report will kick off at 7.45. For you new guys that are coming, the round robin crop report is where we have farmers giving a crop report of their area. What the season's been like so far, uh, where they think their crop is now compared to last year. We usually start with the out-of-state guys to kind of get an out-of-state Midwest perspective, and then we cover the state of Illinois pretty thoroughly. In the 20 years that we've been doing this, it's amazing how accurate these guys can nail down the size of this crop compared to a government report. <laughs> Imagine that. Actual farmers giving a farm report for farmers. That's something new, eh? Again, looking forward to everybody uh, seeing everybody on the 20th. Keep her safe. Keep her moving.